Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. Am I on? I am now on, finally. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. Glad that you're here listening to us today on the radio to talk about real estate. Are we really here? Yeah, I hope we're here. I <laughs> uh, got Tracy Holsclaw with me as always. We're here to talk about how we buy and sell houses and other ty- property types here in the upstate. If you're interested in le- learning more about what we do, you can always call us at 864-444-7650. And we're selling houses faster than we can buy them right now. So if you have a house and you want to sell it and you think you can't get as much for it as you thought you could get for it, you can probably get more for it than you thought you could get. Help. I mean, come houses. on, give me a, give me a phone call. We need some property to fix up and sell and, um, land. We're always looking, I was looking at, you know, we did it, the neighborhood your mom lives in. Uh-huh. There's a houses that are selling in there. I was just looking and they're selling for like a lot, $130, $40 a square foot. It's amazing. And we did some flips in that neighborhood a couple of years ago. And we thought when we hit a hundred dollars a foot, that was just amazing. Can, can I correct you on one thing? What's that? It was a little more than a couple of years ago. That was January of 2010. If it's the ones I think you're thinking about. How do you remember? I mean, it all blurs together for me. You know this is 2017, right? This is May-ish. I think it's May. Yeah, it's May. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to call you out on I mean, that, but, here, you know. We need more houses. Yes, we do. So why would somebody want to sell us a house? What would make a seller call us instead of calling a real estate agent that's going to list it and sell it? What makes us different? Well, if we're the buyer, there's no commissions to be paid. You know, We're just going to buy it. We're going to probably do a little more on closing costs than a normal uh, transaction would require. Normally, a seller is helping with closing costs. We don't require help with closing costs as a matter of fact depending on the deal we might be convinced to pay all closing costs um the speed you know although the market we're in right now houses are you know moving along pretty rapidly but there's still certain conditions that have to be met if your buyer's not paying (coughs) cash you know if your buyer's getting a conventional or an fha loan uh you know there's still hoops that have to be jumped through and we can act a whole lot quicker than that you know. Now, can we buy houses that the banks won't lend on? Yes, we can. Okay, our, so that's a huge benefit. I, mean, we, I looked at a house this week that the owner, his house is condemned. and Yeah, banks don't really generally like lending on condemned houses. That's kind of a red flag for them. Right. So if you've got a physical problem with the property that's going to make the bank not want to lend on it, then it is a house that we can buy anyway. So instead of having to spend the money to make the house nice or or fixed or not leak or get rid of the termites or the mold or whatever's wrong with the property, you can just sell us the property for less than you would get for it if you fixed it all up, but you can get your money now. So if you're interested in selling a house, you can go to our website, webuyhousesupstate.com and fill out the form and we will give you a call or you can give us a call at 864 444 seven six five zero one of the things that um i talked to this lady that we met with this week about was why didn't she want to get a reverse mortgage and i promised her that i would talk about reverse mortgages oh you did even though i don't do reverse mortgages i don't have a reverse mortgage i'm not old enough to get a reverse mortgage well you kind of are a lot no i'm not 
Well, not in the traditional sense, but we, we get reverse mortgages on all our flips. You were talking about that a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, we do get reverse mortgages, but that's not the type of reverse mortgage I'm talking right. about. It just acts in the exact same way as a reverse mortgage, but it's not technically a reverse mortgage. It's exactly like a reverse mortgage. <laughs> but it's not technically. And the, You see my quotation marks here? Can y'all see that? It's not technically a reverse mortgage. It is because you we borrow <laughs> money and we don't make a payment. Yeah. Okay. And we own the house and there's nobody that can take our house away Mm-mm. until the ending of the contract with the lender happens. And by then we can pay the lender back. So, and a lot of people think that if they get a reverse mortgage, that they've given their house to the bank. Yeah. I mean, you don't give your house to the bank when you get a reverse mortgage. The bank gives you money and secures it with your house. Yeah. Any mortgage you get, you're not giving the bank you're not giving anybody the house the house is yours the lien which is the mortgage is what protects the creditor in the event you don't pay or can't pay right and in a reverse mortgage when you move or you pass away you have to pay the bank back now you just because you get hit by a bus and you get dead the bank doesn't show up at your house the next day with their hand out wanting their money yeah they saw the obituary and said i want my house no your estate has time to fix the house up and sell it and pay the bank off just like you would if you decided to move i mean some people have reverse mortgages and they are living in you got to live in the house to get a reverse mortgage too on the traditional reverse mortgage like we're talking about right so i it's just to make sure that the the public understands that there is reverse mortgage i I, i'm i can't wait till i'm old enough to get one because yeah, if I could borrow money from somebody and not have to make payments. I mean, I don't have to pay them back. That'd be great. I mean, I, it's money that's tax-free that I don't have to pay back, that my state will pay back one day. And there's enough equity in my house that my state can sell the house and pay the bank back. In the meantime, I've got some income. Now, the reverse mortgages, you might get a lump sum or you might get payments every month. How would you like to have a payment every month that the bank's paying you instead of you paying the bank? So now there's negatives to reverse mortgages too. So just to make sure that, you know, it, you could, accru- it could accrue up above what the property's worth and it could be a big burden to your heirs to try to sell this house. So there are negatives. Some people can't even afford to pay the taxes and insurance. That's a negative. You, you, the bank wants you to keep your taxes and insurance paid, but overall I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, man? Are you going to get one? Are you going to get one? Everybody else is doing it. All the cool kids are doing it. it. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel good. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little... What's could, the minimum age requirement? 62? 62. I got a couple years to worry about that. I'm not really thinking about that right now. What are you thinking about? I don't know. Most of time, I'm not thinking about a lot. Are you in your... Did, did you see the, the sermon where they were talking about the difference between men and women? And the preacher's talking about how men have a, a box in their brain. And they have a box that's for eating in a box for their wife and a box for their children and all the boxes are in their brain and they never touch and there's also a box for that has nothing in it and every so often a man can go to their nothing box and just do nothing Mm -hmm. and think about nothing and then your wife asks you what are you thinking about and you say nothing and she thinks the worst that something's wrong yeah you must have been thinking about something but no No, I can really think about nothing. Yeah, me too. Pretty good at it. I could just do nothing. I'm good. I'm 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 really good at nothing. 
I can get a whole lot of nothing done faster than I can get a little bit of nothing done. When you think about it. Okay. So how is life at the lake? How is it? Is it? <laughs> it's did, great. Did man. you get the pool, open it up and everything? I got to show you a picture I took yesterday recently. Was it? Yeah, it was yesterday evening. Your pool? It was, well, it was, my pool was in the picture, but the sunset on the lake. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I'm really liking it. Yeah. That's I got, like it a lot. You know, you can you can see a painting or you can see pictures, but you know, God yeah. God knows how to do artwork. Yes, when you see it in real life, and the picture doesn't even do it justice. It's even with the water down, and I know Hartwell's not like the best lake. It's fine, you know, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Now my pool, on the other hand, it's getting closer. It's it's not quite there. It's still got a little cloudiness that I'm addressing. So are y'all getting in the pool yet? Uh, I put my hands in it when I'm fishing out the. The bris. <laughs> but you got your whole body in it. No, not quite yet. You got your whole body in it. So if you're out there listening and going, why are they talking about pools? Well, who knows? Because we just get off tangents and talk about Houses have thing. pools, you know. Houses, some houses have pools, not all. No. If you want to get involved in what we're talking about and what we're doing, you can go to my website, jasondiller.com, um, to learn how we borrow money. Maybe you want to sell us a property. Go to webuyhousesupstate.com to sell us a house. Or you can give me a call at 864 444 seven six five zero we're coming up on the first break of the program we come back from this break we're going to talk more about how and why you might want to sell us a house why would somebody sell us a house you know you're going to get less for it where's the benefit for the seller to sell me a house we're going to talk about that when we return so don't go anywhere Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Diller. To get in touch with me, give me a call at 864-444-7650. If you want to sell a house fast, that's the number to call. We're looking for more property to buy anywhere in the upstate. We're buying in Seneca. Uh, we bought some stuff in Anderson, um, Piedmont, Traveler's Rest, Spartanburg, Bowling Springs, Chesney, um, Simpsonville, Fountain Inn, Greenville, just about everywhere. So if you've got a house and you think you it might be something you want to sell quickly. Just give me a call and I will come a running. Again, that number is 864-444-7650. Before the break, we're talking about why somebody would want to sell us a property and what the benefits might be. Now, and, and we just make it clear, I say this all the time. If you call us and the smartest move for you is to list your house and sell it for full price, we'll just tell you. I talked to about 30 sellers before I make an appointment and 29 of them would do better selling their property in a different way it's kind of like we use the pawn shop example you go into pawn shop and they offer you half what the property would what the item would sell for and then the pawn shop guy goes but you know there's a consignment shop around the corner you can take it to the consignment shop and you can leave the item and in the next week or two come back and pick up a lot more money if it sells or you can take half of what the item might sell for one day from me today. Right, because the risk for the pawn shop is I buy it for sure right now on the spot. And I take all the risk of it selling or not selling or it's maybe not even worth what you and I thought it was worth. But the consignment shop is just like a traditional real estate agent, really. I mean, they market it or they do whatever they do to try to get it sold. And if they get it sold, they make some money. If they don't get it sold, they didn't really lose other than you know the spot in their store or whatever and so a real estate agent is going to work to get you more if the house sells and they're going to earn their commission you know, right the of- best way to sell a house quickly 
is to list it with a real estate agent. There's an actually a for sale by owner in my neighborhood, and I'm, I'm live I live on the east side of Greenville, and every house I've seen go on my on the market in my neighborhood within two weeks has gone under contract, and most of them sell for over asking. Well, the for sale by owner is sitting there. It's just a monument. It's a monument to the for sale by owner people in the world. I don't know why it, that that seller thinks they're going to do better doing a for sale by owner. Well, they may, especially in this market, because, well, because people are driving around. Realtors are driving around and the buyers are driving around. I mean, they're begging for inventory. So since inventory is low right now, and, and you and I agree that the the power of the MLS and getting it listed gets it to a much broader audience that's looking for a house. Right. If you want to sell something, you can stick it out in your front yard and put a for sale sign on it, or you can put it on Craigslist. And the odds of it selling go way up when you put it on Craigslist, no matter what it is. It could be a right. half-used roll of toilet paper. I mean, I bet you if you put on Craigslist – that you have a half-used roll of toilet paper, and it's cheap enough. Is it, Somebody used, will, is it used or just half gone? Half gone. <laughs> it ain't, no, no, half gone. Yeah, we're not going to sell no half-used toilet paper. Now, if it's paper. John Wayne toilet paper, you might not sell it. But if it's like Charmin, the good stuff, you know, yeah, somebody will buy it. But nobody knows that it's for sale unless you tell everybody it's for sale. And what the, the beauty of a real estate agent that has the multiple listing service, they can tell everybody it's for sale. And not just everybody, everybody that's met with an agent that's qualified with a with bank financing to buy. So it's different. The for sale by owner happens to be in a cul-de-sac. And you got to go left, right, left, left to get into their cul-de-sac. So, yeah, there's people driving around, but they're not the odds of somebody driving into their street is very low compared to somebody clicking into the MLS that's sitting there that's already got their bank finances lined up, that's already got their down payment saved up, that needs a house, that needs a place to live today. So, yeah, it's probably worth sticking your for sale bar owner sign up for a week to see what will happen. But after that, the best way to sell a house quickly is with a real estate agent, I believe. Plus, the odds of it closing go way up. Exactly. You know, I mean, how both of us feel. I mean, we own a brokerage. We have agents that need to eat. So, the, you know, what the agent is earning is not only the marketing, but they're vetting the potential buyers. Well, not only them, but the other agents that are truthfully bringing the buyer are hopefully vetting that buyer so they're not wasting their time. When you do it for sale by owner, can it be done? Sure it can. I mean, people do it all the time and sales go just fine. But you're doing the work for the money that you're not paying the agent. You know, by showing it, by you know, vetting that they're qualified, by knowing contract law, when you do go under contract successfully, and making sure that you know everything goes like it's supposed to go. Right. So, rewind. What about that one out of thirty? The one out of thirty customer that calls us that wants to sell the house, and we do make the appointment. Why didn't we refer them to the real estate agent? What's different about them? Well. They're not going to do much better listing with an agent. Something's going on in their life. They're they're uh, struggling to make their payment. Maybe by the time they get it listed, fixed up and listed and sold, the bank might own it. 
I mean, I don't know about you, but if you can sell a house today and make money instead of the bank taking it and you making no money, you can do better by selling it today and make some money. Yes. So there's those situations. There's the families that don't need the money. We've had that happen. I don't need the money. I don't want the money. Just don't want to deal with it. I'm done. I've got three kids and four grandkids and mama's house is is there and I've got the right to sell it now. And if we if we just want to get it rid of it, the estate's fine. We don't need a whole lot of money. Just give me a price that's fair and let me sell it. And I've had that happen before. We've had we've had a situation where a family um, didn't want to get the cat to get out. So the cat was important in that person's life. And the realtors coming in and out could possibly accidentally get let the cat out. Well, to that seller, it didn't matter to them if they sold their house for less than market value as long as the cat stayed safe. Now, that house needed work too, so it was kind of a combination. So there's tons of reasons that someone would want to sell a house and sell it quickly. What if you could do better with another house? What if what if you have a house under contract that's worth 200 and you only have to pay 150 for it? Well, it's what you call sometimes the opportunity cost. So if the opportunity for the next thing I can buy is greater than what I might get for the thing I currently own, but I need the one I currently own to sell like right now super fast, then it doesn't matter because you got a greater benefit with where you're going than what you get for what you have. Exactly. And, and the same goes if you're making two house payments. We've met with sellers before that they've already moved. They're making a house payment on the house they're living in. They're making a house payment on the house they used to live in. And they won't discount the price down to what we can pay. And I say, well, what are you going to do? We're just going to keep making the house payment. And I'm like, well, would you sell me your house in six months if it's still on the market? Well, yeah. Well, do you realize that you have to subtract six months carrying cost on what you would really make if you would sell it to me in six months if it's still on the market? And it gets them thinking. You know, I can keep betting every month with that house payment and that power bill and that landscaping and that water bill and the risk of a vacant house getting vandalized that I'm going to be able to sell it for more than an investor would pay for it. You can make that bet every month. And every month you're losing more and more money that you that you could have just stopped the bleeding and sold the property and gotten it off the books like a bank would do. I mean, you think about it, what does a bank do when they get a house back? They want rid of it as fast as humanly possible. The sooner they can get it sold and get the money and get it off their books and relend the money. They make a living by lending money. They don't make a living owning real estate. Mm-mm. So, Because um, in most cases, if a bank got a house anyway, it's not like us that bought it on purpose for a profit or a homeowner that lived in it and enjoyed and got use out of it. You know, A bank basically has in it what they lent minus the cost to foreclose or plus the cost cost to foreclose you know minus the, basically the payments they didn't receive while the borrower wasn't paying so there's no gain for them the, the only gain is getting as much cash as possible back in the bank's vault that they can lend right back right and if you're making two house borrower. payments it may make sense for you to just call us again our phone number is 444-7650 and we'll talk to you about whether it makes mathematical sense for you just to sell, for you to sell us a house Another person that might call, you know, I was, I went to a meeting yesterday and one of the investors there said that last year per, I don't know what organization that 34% of all houses that were purchased 
in 2016 were purchased by landlords. A third. 34% of all houses purchased were purchased were non-owner-occupied single-family houses. So there's more and more landlords out there than we've ever seen. We know why? Because there's less and less homeowners out there than we've seen in a long time. Well, and money's cheap. Yeah, money's cheap, and you know rent rates are high. So it's and you know a lot of people have been attracted to the Greenville market uh, that are landlords. Well, I'm talking about in the, know. the nation. That's a that's a oh nationwide nationwide. Oh, I thought it was upstate. So, which brings me to another reason that people may call us. You own a property and you got a tenant, and all tenants pay until they don't. You know that, right, Tracy? All tenants pay until they don't. Yeah, they either quit paying because they the lease expired and they're going to a different place, or they're buying a house, or they lost their job and can't afford the rent, or the, the baby got sick and they don't they can't afford the rent. Whatever. There's there's good and bad reasons why yeah. tenants stop and, paying. And you could have bought the rental property six months ago, or you could have bought the rental property sixty years ago, and you may be a tired landlord. We like talking to tired landlords. A landlord that's owned their property for a long, long time can probably get way more than they paid for it from us, and they don't have to deal with work anymore. I don't know about you, Tracy, but I plan on not working one day when I retire. I mean, part of the retirement process is not having to work, right? I learned that from Jimmy. Yeah, you don't work. Yeah, you 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 can tell yourself that. When Jimmy retired... um, (laughs) I called called him and said, do you want to come over and blah, blah, blah. And the first couple of times he would come over and help us with something because he's handy. Now he's too busy. Well, but he just made made it clear that he's not, he is retired. He didn't want a job. Right. You you want to quit working. Well, how do you quit working if you're a landlord and you own a bunch of rental properties and tenants call when things break and um, you got to make sure that maintenance is done and the taxes and insurance are paid and the evictions are started and all that stuff what do you do we can help you with that yeah give us a call at 864-444-7650 and we will talk to you about how we can buy that property from you you may get full price for it we can pay full price for your rental property under certain conditions how can we pay full price what would it look like for us to give you a full price offer you on the rental why don't we talk about that? We can talk about that after the bottom of the hour break. We're coming up on the bottom of the hour break. Now is a great time to go to my website, jasondillard.com, or give me a call at 864-444-7650. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house fast, give me a call. You can go to our website, webuyhousesupstate.com. Fill out the form, give us the information that we need, and we will give you a call and see if that's something that we can buy. Um, we are always looking for more property. Um, right now, we have a need for as many, basically as many, many as we can find. We're buying land. We're buying um, single-family houses. We'll buy apartments. Um, maybe you've got um, mobile home parks, mobile homes, single-wides. 
anything. So give us an opportunity to take a look at what you have. Or if you know somebody that needs to sell, maybe they want to retire, like we were talking about before the break, um, just get them to go to our website, webuyhousesupstate.com. One of the things that I just learned this week that that I kind of knew was going on that we can talk about for a minute about landlording, um, the city of Spartanburg is trying to push an ordinance through that's going to make it a requirement for a landlord to have an annual inspection in their residence. And they're, they're acting like they want the rental properties to come up to um, international codes, which is going to cost a tremendous amount of money for uh, any landlord out there that owns an older house. Maybe you own a house that's 60, 70 years old. It's safe. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And it would cost, you might as well tear it down and start over if you're going to bring it up to international codes for 2017. So if you own a property in the city of Spartanburg, you probably want to call me at 864-444-7650 and learn more about what's going on out there. Um, one of the things that doesn't make sense to me, and let me I'm going to ask Tracy if what, th- what he thinks about it. Um, you live in a house, right, Tracy? Yes. Yes, I do. Is your is your mic on? I don't know. Now yeah, it is, okay. yes. Do you live in a house? Yes, I do. You live in a house? I do. Okay. And um, is there a – let's just pretend that next door there's a rental house. I know where this is going. Where is it going? I, I I'm gonna stay with you though. Go ahead. Okay, let's pretend the next, your next door neighbor is a is a is a tenant. Okay. Okay. Um, your tenant has to have the city come into your house once a year to make sure they're safe. But you aren't required to have the city come in your house once a year to make sure you're safe. Why? Uh, why? Why does the tenant next door? not have the capability to see that there might be a problem with the electrical that's sparking or a roof leak or something that's going to make the house unsafe, but the owner-occupant is smart enough to know when something's unsafe. I don't get it. Do you want me to go political on you? I mean, why why is it okay for the government to come into my house, because and I'm a tenant every year, and, and, and go into my stuff and see all my stuff, and they're not going into the owner-occupied guy's house next door. Is it because since I'm a tenant, I pay triple property taxes? Because I pay more property taxes since I'm a tenant, I have to go and let the government official in my house once a year. Is that why? Because I like paying triple since I'm a tenant. Because you know tenants pay triple property taxes. You realize that. Plus, guess what you have to do to let the, for, to let them in? pay them you have the tenant has to pay the city to come in their house every year there's a fee that you're going to have to pay now the tenant says well i don't pay it the landlord pays it oh yes you do pay it you do pay it you think the landlord's not going to have to raise your rent if the city's charging them a fee you think the landlord doesn't have to raise your rent if the city charges triple the property taxes as your next door neighbor it's called an indirect cost you're not actually writing the check for it but you're paying for it right so maybe you're a landlord in spartanburg city and you want to sell a house at 864-444-7650 and let us see what we can do about um seeing if we can stop the ordinance from happening 
Yeah, it doesn't really now, make sense. Why? Now, we, we want everybody to be safe. We're yeah. not saying that we don't want the houses to be safe. Right, but if you're going to impose it on the landlord, why wouldn't you impose it on every homeowner? Because you know how many houses I've lived in that somebody might not consider safe? How many? Uh, probably all of them. Like what? What's except, wrong with the house you got now? You got some exposed one. wars? Probably. I bet you crawl up under my house. There's a junction box that's got a lid off of it that's got two wires twisted together. Because you're working on yeah, the wire nut. And, or I might not. Well, I, can, I know the house you lived in North Maine had a very, 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 very scary um, electrical issue for months and months. Because I went over there and helped you. And when you were rewiring your house, mm-hmm. the uh, electrical panel cover was off every time I went over there. Oh, yeah. And with you with you and your wet car garage yeah the wet spot kids running around you, you get to stand in the wet spot to work on it yeah so it's fine as long as you don't touch the wires T- touch the conducive part of the wire is that right conducive. Well, how do you i mean you know electricity you know you can touch the outside of a wire the sheathing that's what the wires that's what the sheathing's there for you can't just run two solid copper wires together and expect them to do what they're supposed to do they have to be insulated from one another so in that insulation you can touch well the city should have come into your house and charged you once a year to make sure that that cover was on that they should have i'm gonna call them and tell them i owe them some money yeah thankfully it wasn't the city of spartanburg right and you wonder why the city of spartanburg's tax base is shrinking went over to work on some taxes in in spartanburg yesterday get this you'll love this this is not a political show but might as well so i'm sitting there talking to the people at the assessor's office and I asked him about the taxes. And I said, well, are y'all collecting any more taxes nowadays or less taxes nowadays? And then we're always collect more. I'm like, really? You're collecting more taxes than you always have? And I said, well, how do you do that? Oh, we just adjust the millage. Okay. So it's not that there are property values have gone up and there's more people that will pay more in tax. Then there may be. There may be in some pockets of the, of the market. But when... They need to raise your taxes. They don't have to raise your property value. All they have to do is change the millage in your yeah. tax bill, which makes makes more money for them. Which makes which they need the money. I'm not saying that the government doesn't need the money. I'm not talking about. You know, we want them to collect the taxes and pay for the streets and the police and the all. You know, I want them to. Right. But I was just curious if it was growing or shrinking. Well, it's never shrinking, even when you think it might shrink. You know, if you make less money, you have less money to spend. But if you could change your millage, what if you could change your millage on your income? That'd be great. You just walk yeah. into the boss's office today and say, you know what? That loaf of bread's going to cost me more tomorrow when I go to the store. So just I'm just going to take more money in my, in my paycheck. Yeah, the, the government raised their taxes on, the, on our gas tax. So soon we're going to be paying more when we fill up. So what if we could just raise the millage? on our payroll office that'd be great just walk into your payroll office down you know down wherever you go to get your money and just raise the millage and raise the your income up to match up what you need so they need it so they raise their millage but anyway um (laughs) again if you're a landlord or you're potentially a land or if you're a tenant and you didn't know that you were paying triple property taxes take a look you know, take a look. That, that's what you pay because that's what the government needs. Yeah, and there's, there's no advocate for the tenant. See, there's no lobbyist. Right. There's you no go down time. to Columbia. You go down to Columbia, and there's a lobbyist for the realtors. There's a lobbyist for 
um, other business owners. There's a lobbyist for people that pay tax, but the you know what? There's not a lobbyist for the tenants. There's not a tenant lobbyist down there that's lobbying for tenants to pay less in tax. So guess where they raise the tax on the tenants? See how that works? Yeah, it's it's more easier to raise taxes on people that know that don't even know that they're paying it. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's something. So, anyway, I guess I could do a radio show about politics. No, nah, let's, nah, let's don't get into that. I could, instead of real estate. If you're a tenant, though, there's no time like the present to buy. I mean, really. Yeah, what are you waiting on? Yeah. It's like it's like waiting to have enough money to have children. I mean, if you're not qualified because of bad credit or whatever, well, yeah. that's one thing. I, but you I've know. been married for 10 years, but, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna wait till we save up enough money to afford children. Oh yeah, here's a revelation for you. If you're waiting to afford them, you won't. Just go ahead. Just have them. You will find a way to pay for them, or somebody will. Don't wait. Yeah, or some. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, there's tons of reasons that people would want to sell houses to us. And if you're if you only own one rental house, that's one reason right there. What I mean, one rental house. Why would you not only want to own one rental? Yeah. Let me talk you out of that. One rental is is like having a tick it's like having a needing a root canal i mean it's bad because <laughs> guess who pays for any shortages you and you alone yeah so if you can own a lot of stuff that might pay you and only one of the stuffs doesn't pay you and it costs you money you can use the other stuffs that did pay you to cover for the ones that didn't pay you see how that works yeah what you said yeah so you gotta own more than one so if you're out there and you only own one rental house and you want to sell it and just move your money into something that's going to make consistent income, give me a call at 864-444-7650. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk more about how we need money. Now, what about the need for money? I got cash. I don't want to be a landlord. I just want to make a interest on my money. How does that work? We're going to talk about that when we return. Again, I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. My number is 444-7650. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in the back of my pickup truck and drive them around and show them houses. I am the principal in transactions I'm involved in, which means I am the buyer of the seller. So if you want to sell a house quick, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're going to talk about all the reasons why you might want to sell us a house and how we would probably refer you to a real estate agent if it doesn't make sense for you to sell us the property. But if you need to sell, give us a call. Also, we always are talking about how we borrow money from individuals and individuals' retirement accounts. So we have a need right now for $100,000 on some new houses at 8%. We also have a need for $80,000 at 6% on some rental properties we're buying to keep. And every time someone lends us money on a property, whether they do it with their retirement account or they do it in their name, they always get a first mortgage on the property. They always get a title insurance policy from the attorney that closes it they always get well almost always get fire insurance we don't insure dirt do we tracy like fire insurance we don't have fire insurance for land do we no because if the land catches on fire the grass will be burned up but dirt it's kind of hard to burn dirt unless you like really get it like yeah so that almost always get the fire insurance or the the hazard insurance for the the lender so um, we basically you become a bank 
met with a new lender this week and explained to them what we do and she 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 looked at me and she said you know we that means we're just like a little bank i'm like exactly you're just like a little bank you get all the benefits that a bank would get and all the protections that a bank would get and you only lend on property that's worth way more than what you're lending so it's different than an owner-occupied loan right now you can get a usda loan and put nothing down tracy you know pay 200 for a house bar 200 grand nothing in it go to a closing leave the closing and own the property without writing a check well yeah. that scenario we wouldn't borrow but 140 150 on the property because we just don't borrow more than 70 75 percent of what the house is worth ever well and we typically don't pay 100 percent of the market value of the property you started to touch on it earlier i think about well rental property specifically that we can pay market value in certain circumstances depending on what the seller is willing to do right so like this eighty thousand dollar house that we're buying it's worth about 120 so if you want to make six percent on your money and lend the 80 you would get a payment every month of 400 a month so 400 times 12 is what 4800 yes so you're going to make 4800 dollars a year with an eighty thousand dollar mortgage against the property that's worth 120 so that's safe for you. Now, nothing's perfectly safe. Every investment has some risk, but we want to make it as safe as possible, and we want your money to just grow. So your money grows all the time. Kind of like my grass. My grass is great, man. I just tell it's green. How's it pretty. get so green and pretty and growing? Oh, uh, Nick at Gas Nerds. Gas Nerds? Grass Nerds. Grassnerds.com. <laughs> Telling you, I got my new roof. Did I tell you? I told you, I got a new roof. You did tell us. Got, the hailstorm got us. The hailstorm hit my grass, but my grass held up. It's 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 looking good still. The, the grass just kind of laid down and sprung right back up. And, and, and now hills. I get to looking at all my neighbors' grass. You ever do that? You drive by and you go, their their grass is not as green as my grass. Uh -huh. oh, I wonder who does their grass. No, their I, grass is nice. I can go ahead and tell you, I don't have that problem. And then you get to my grass and it's like it's purdy. Yeah, it's it's like a golf course grass. It's nice. I don't have to think about it. Mm. Don't have no weeds in it. So anyway, grassnerds.com. Nick, Nick hooked us up. Yep. Um, I like to mention him just about all the time because he hooked us up. Because you got some pretty grass. I got some good looking grass. But anyway, if you want your money to grow like my grass grows, then you could do that loan and you could use your retirement account. I mean, we talk about it, but we always have new listeners. You can actually use your IRA or your SEP or your 401k or your Roth. Roth. <laughs> you know, a Roth is like having all your favorite flavors of ice cream in the same scoop. Is that what it's like? And and no fat. Like, but but be the fattening kind because it tastes so good. But not be fattening. Calorie free ice cream that's really tastes like all your favorite flavors combined. What are your favorite flavors? I don't know. I hadn't met much ice cream I didn't like. I like green mint chocolate chip. That's my favorite. Mint chocolate chip. Okay. It's I just good. found one. I've had it, but I wouldn't. You don't like it? No, I didn't say I didn't like it. Man, but. it'll make you want to slap your mama with your daddy watching. <laughs> ice cream sounds it's violent. It's good for you. It'll help you, too, besides the benefit you can get from it. <laughs> it is good. Makes man. your breath minty fresh. Yeah, it'll make your belly big like mine. Yeah. But no, not I the kind we're talking about, because this is the kind we're talking about. It would taste good, and your belly wouldn't get bigger because it's a Roth. Exactly. A Roth, you put in money before you pay tax. I mean, after you pay tax. 
but it grows tax free. Right. So like, you could like the red Ferrari. Exactly, like the red Ferrari. Yeah. So it's you, you get to keep more of your money. So you could make a dollar and pay, you know, thirty, forty percent tax on it and take that sixty cents and put it into a Roth and turn that sixty cents into a gajillion dollars. However you found a way. A gajillion like Forrest Gump? Maybe two gajillion. And then once you did, then what, that money's always gonna be tax free. What, what you looking at? Ain't you ever, ever seen a little boy with braces on his legs? <laughs> Everywhere I went I was running. How do we do how do we do this? What do you mean do what? Squirrel. We just get off tangent every once in a while and then we come back and then we talk about what we were talking about before we were talking about what we're talking about now. Yeah, we're talking about using your IRA to lend against real estate that has more value than what you lend. Right. It's pretty simple. Right. So if you you want to learn how to do that, you can give me a call at 864-444-7650 and you can come to our office and sit in our conference room and talk to us and drink coffee. I might not be a smart man, but I do know what equity is. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't right. I know it. Well, I start now. But I'll be here all week. You know. And then you can you can make more money with your money. So like you could you could like invest the money, have a first mortgage, kinda like a bank does. Exactly Exactly like a bank does. You know. And is that what you're supposed to say, Jinx, when yeah. you say the same things? Yeah. Don't you remember middle school? What I thought, would you have to hit somebody, though? Well, you're supposed to do that, too. You hit them in the arm? Yeah, punch them, frog them in the arm. And then you say, owe me a Pepsi <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. Or owe me a Coke? Something like that. Are you a Coke or Pepsi guy? Um, oh, gosh. Wish you Dr. Pepper. Wish you hadn't called me on that. Is, is Chrissy if, still off the Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah, she is. I'd say I'd say probably Coke. If, but, I mean, if I was forced to pick one or the other, it'd be Coke. But I think your children are taking up the, her slack, aren't I they? I don't drink much soda, hardly ever. Or, or is Sam and Caroline taking up the slack? No, no, Caroline doesn't drink soda. That girl, Luke, that girl drinks some water. By goodness, Luke, does Luke drink the Dr Pepper? Luke, no, we don't have Dr Pepper in the house now anymore since his birthday two years ago. That you just got off of it, cold turkey. Cold turkey. Now there's some other soda from time to time, but it, yeah, no, there's not much. Yeah, we don't keep soda in the house either. No, it's always good though. I know. I was, I was thinking about that right now. Wish I had me a Dr Pepper. <laughs> I like I like Coke or Pepsi. I like I like RC, and it don't matter to me. Mine's Mountain Dew. If I was gonna get back on the wagon, it'd be Mountain Dew. You know, you helped me get off the wagon, off the Mountain Dew wagon. We got time to talk about this. Yeah. What did I do? You, back I said when, you shouldn't be drinking all that Mountain Dew. No, back when me and you had a competition, the challenge, you remember the challenge? Oh, you won. Yeah, but you know how you helped me win? Is I got off the Mountain Dew. I mean, that stuff was good. Mm. But you drink black coffee. Yes, I do So you get your coffee. caffeine with the black coffee. Well, and honestly, I don't think I drank the Mountain Dew for the caffeinated benefit. It may have been subconsciously, but I just love it. It tastes so good. And... Really, really cold. I mean, ooh, make your teeth hurt cold. That's the way I liked it. But I got to where I was drinking three 20 or 24 ounces, which is kind of close. I could have just bought a two liter. Give me a cold two liter because it won't make it through the afternoon if I buy it this morning. That's a lot of doggone soda. No wonder you're having problems with your urology issues. <laughs> no, this was, I don't think it's related to that. But. I mean, 
we're not going to talk about it on the radio no. but tracy is one of the youngest people at the urologist office when he goes yeah so you know, going to the nursing home you're going in there and, and you're like he looked around and said well, am i supposed to sit in the senior citizen section am i going to sit outside waiting for the doc <laughs> you know because you know young people normally have their plumbing is uh working better than yours yeah but anyway <laughs> that's probably what happened to you the mountain dews it might have been but i don't drink them anymore yeah the coffee's about as bad though probably yeah the doctor asked me the urologist doctor did ask me once if i drank a lot of coffee and i said why well, how do you define a lot that reminds me of the the <laughs> doc hollywood thing or who was it says you drink a lot of coffee and the little old lady goes well i spill most of it <laughs> yeah i don't she drink that much yeah or no that wasn't doc hollywood doc hollywood's the, guy, the lady that had that that always saw a speck in her in her eyesight She's like, yeah, it's right there. It's right there. Every time she – and then he took her glasses off and cleaned it and put it back on, and, go, and she, it was fixed. So he fixed her up. Didn't matter where she looked. That was the It spec. was right there. It was always there. Yeah, she had a dirty dirty glasses. Anyway. Okay. But, yeah, so if anybody wondered, I don't – it don't matter what kind of soda, but we don't have any in the house. Mm-hmm. Tracy, Mountain Dew, but he don't drink it anymore. Nope. Coffee all the time. Yep. Got to have coffee all the time. And if you want to sell a house quick, you call 444-7650. And if you want to invest some money and make more money with your money and you want to talk to us about how that works, come in our office and sit down. We can actually give you um, advice about what makes the most sense for you. How long are you going to get your money making money? How much money do you want to try to make? Or you want to be aggressive and, and do something a little bit more risk and make a better return? Or do you want to do something that has almost no risk and make a smaller return? Um, an example of the no almost no risk is the $80,000 loan against a $120,000 property that pays 6%. And 6% is more than what a CD pays right now. Yeah, we were talking to our banker, one of our bankers this week. And you know, I think a 60-month CD, you can get 1%, one and a quarter one and a half maybe a real aggressive bank man yeah so in six years you can make the same as you'd make in a year yeah it makes me want to jump in the car and do that right away yeah but if you just want to make six percent now then give me a call at 864-444-7650 or you can go to jasondillard.com and learn how we buy and sell and how we borrow money we always give someone a first mortgage on the property so there's no pooled money you don't have your money combined with another person's money it's separate. So we, you know, the, one of the questions we get all the time is how much money does it take? Well, it takes enough to buy a house. So if we can find a small twenty, thirty thousand dollar house, we could take a small amount of money. But it normally takes a little bit more than that. So give me a call at 864-444-7650 so I can uh, talk to you and explain to you how we do what we do. Or go to my website, jasondillard.com. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.